Welcome back to Final Sector, everyone. We are debriefing the Hungarian Grand Prix. Um, before we get into that, really, really quickly, uh, it's coming up super quickly, the mid-season break podcast. Oh, yeah. um, it's going to be happening after Spa, so you've only got a couple of weeks left to get any topics or any questions you have in. Let us know. We're going to be doing a real long-form podcast just covering all the news that's happened and the season thus far. So please leave your comments. Um, but yeah, Hungary, uh, you... Kyle famously said you were hungry for Hungary. So, <laughs> were you left satiated or were you left longing for a more substantial meal? Well, I realised that um, this year we were missing something that's been very important to the Hungarian Grand Prix for years. And that is that traditionally it has been called the Magyar Nagadij Grand Prix. Ah. But um, instead they decided to drop that. So, obviously it dropped all the fun that we normally have here. Um, and by that's that, I mean, it was still fine, but, but maybe that was why we didn't have maybe as explosive a race as we thought we would. But irrespective... It wasn't boring. We were still shocked by, I think, certain drivers that did well, yep. did poorly. So there's still plenty to talk about. Yeah, th I think that's that's the thing that I took away from it. It was like the race itself was fine. Like it was it was okay. It was serviceable. Um, I didn't want to fall asleep before the end like I have yep. past seasons. Um, yep, yep. So that was good. But like still looking into the race, there's still lo like lots of things to talk about, I feel like. Um, yeah. I'm going to start with probably the most important one. Perez made it into Q3. Hey, let's give a round of applause. He's made... <laughs> Didn't make it much further, but yes. <laughs> yeah, he only got P9. I guess. But, um, with the yeah. new format, which did trip some others out. So, yes, okay, yeah. fair enough to those that made it through on that new format. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, Perez, he, he made it into Q3. So, obviously, first of all, that's, that's great for him. It was only P9, but it meant he got a podium by the end of the race. So, I guess it's yes. progress. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> let's go with that. Sure. Um, let's be honest, though. The the the, the biggest story is that. Uh, well, there's a couple of big stories, but I still think it's the McLaren were fast again. Um, I think that's that's that was my biggest takeaway. We could talk about the Hamilton pole, but. Max still ran away with it in the race by 30 seconds yeah. and was very, yeah. very much not... Uh, we could talk about that briefly, but I, I personally, I think that the fact that the McLarens were still fast here kind of cements them as a, a genuine threat to um, maybe Red Bull later in the season, but definitely Mercedes. At least to yeah. P2 and the mm, constructors. Definitely, um, yep. It's, it's it's a bit of a weird, wild ride, you know? Like, we're starting the year, we're going, right, it's going to be Aston Martin. Obviously, Mercedes, Ferrari are struggling. Mm. And then, kind of, Ferrari was up there for a bit, but yeah. then they fell back, and then Mercedes, the Mercedes was up there. Yeah. And now McLaren, you know, they were strong last weekend, but then we said, we said, and everyone else said, mm. McLaren said, look, we're going to Hungary, it's a different track. If it's hot, especially, they apparently don't normally like the heat. And yet they kind of, they came alive that, mm. you know, both drivers were, were very strong. One, I guess, stronger than the other, but still to the credit to Piastri, I don't think you can fault him. There was a caveat to say, I think he did get some minor damage partway through that the team said did actually amount to a lot of time loss. So mm. even if you look at the fact that, okay, he didn't finish P3, which may have been, you know, the best that that car could have gotten behind Lando, um, no one is saying he did a bad job as well. So both shows that... The drivers, obviously, both. It wasn't just a fluke last weekend. And the car at a completely different track that shouldn't have worked for them. Yes. That should have worked for other cars that weren't up there that yes. we've seen in the past um, yes. in the heat. It's like, well, 
you know, we're going into our predictions for this week, and we said, wow, well, it was just the one off. And now you're looking ahead to like Spa. It's like, what? I didn't. Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah. I had had enough time already, and now it's like. I'm just gonna put the Williams up there now. It yeah. could be, it could be anyone. I, Who knows? I don't know anymore. So. Yeah, uh, it's it is. It does seem crazy to me that McLaren have made such huge gains so quickly. They they did. I, yeah, I did read an article that they they are still predicting that they're gonna be slow through the really low speed things. They they made they made mention, which I guess is a fair point, that Hungary, you know, it's known for having a lot of low speed corners, but it's it also has a lot of medium speed corners. It's low mid, yeah. yeah. Yes. And they're finding that their car is still very strong through the medium speed and the high speed stuff, which is great. Yeah. But they're saying that even through the low speed stuff, both drivers are like, the car doesn't feel much different. It does go through there a little better, but it still feels really awkward through the low speed. And the the fact that the track uh, was so hot and got rubbered in, you know, quite well and quite quickly, yep. uh, probably masked the fact that their track, like it, you can generally get better traction once, you know, the, yeah, the yeah, track's yeah. rubbed in and it's a little bit warmer and your tires up to temperature a lot quicker. Um, it kind of masked the fact that maybe they weren't quite as, they weren't struggling quite as much through that low speed stuff as maybe they initially expected. Um, yep. Which again, Spa could throw up some questions there because there's, uh, you know, that final chicane before we can go into spa later, but yeah, that final chicane and then the first hairpin, they're talking about how, um, that's, there's a lot of time to be gained there, particularly that hairpin because yeah. it leads onto the big straight. Um, for sure. And if it is a little bit cooler there, which it almost, I would say it probably will be, um, then maybe you'll see McLaren possibly not like that's, that's possibly where you'll see them struggle, but, we thought we'd but struggle when we this say weekend. struggle, yeah. you know, at this point, their struggle is saying, well, whether they're going to be definitive P2. Because at this mm. case, look, I mean, they had P2 with Checo chasing, but realistically, Checo should have got him anyway. So taking them out of the equation, um, Hamilton was, you know, on fire, but you'd say Hamilton through the weekend, as we predicted, was doing very well. So he threw everything at it with a car, you know... <laughs> It's hard to tell sometimes on what you think of that Mercedes because mm. Hamilton might be like, "Oh, we're struggling, we're really struggling," I, but that's because that. it's, it's it's because in the he, context of it's he sees yeah. the context as a McLaren going faster than him. Yes. He's thinking, "Well, yeah. obviously this this feels poor, right?" Yeah. But if the McLarens weren't there and he got the pole, he then got home an easy P two or, or you know he he was gaining on checkout at the end. He could have even still gotten a, a P two, right? Yeah, he would he probably would have been going, "Oh, no, this, this is, is you know, this is great. We're yeah, making good yep. steps." Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and Russell made you know he he stuffed up quality, but he had a pretty good race on a track that's hard to overtake as well with you know some pretty fast cars out there. So yep. Yep. I think Mercedes is fine. Um, but even if we see that McLaren fall back a bit, it's almost just like well that fight for for P three is going to be even closer that you know than it has been this weekend and last weekend. So definitely. Um. Yeah. But yeah. I yeah. There's there's plenty of other things as well. I mean, do you want to touch on a few things from from qualifying? I guess before we go forward, I probably should. Eh? Yeah. Little elements there, as yeah, we say. Yeah. I guess Lewis, Lewis doing very well there. Um, as much as you know, Max was saying, look, the car felt trash, crap, whatever. He still got beaten on merit, yep. right? Which yep. you know, full plaudits to Mercedes and to Hamilton, especially when Russell's out there struggling when. I guess on the topic of Russell, that traffic, as we predicted with those heat, with those tyres, you said it in our preview, right? Yep. Definitely became a factor, and, and especially Russell, you saw the start of his lap was just stuffed, yep. right? It's, it, it happens now and then, it's just someone's going to get unlucky, and, and it was him. Um, yep. But 
look if we're just looking at qualifying, hey, that Alfa Romeo, which I thought might be a bit better here, they were looking they yeah. were looking good, right? They yeah, surely wow. converted that well, right? <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of the other points I had. Is yeah, they qualified P five, P seven, which is by far their best qualifying at least as yeah. as alfa romeo uh, at least from what i can remember i can't remember them qualifying higher than that and i'd be surprised if they did um not in a while yeah so you'd be like okay that's at the very least one of them is on for a good points finish uh probably both of them uh and then they finished p12 p16 so uh why was that that's, that's interesting uh well joe yep. joe did did a big fucky wucky and didn't he started two seconds later uh, than everyone else. Well, so he like anti stall. Apparently, or something. yeah, yeah. There, it wasn't an anti. It was it wasn't an anti stall. That uh, apparently there's like a different launch mode that the car can sometimes think it should be in. It's like a backup mm. with some of the things he was tweaking on, on the grid, which is still f- like he he didn't do anything wrong. I'd say, but I think the car with some brake setting thought that it wasn't appropriate for it to like start in a in a race start. Gotcha. So instead, it changed to like just a pull away mode. So that's why it pulled away kind of slowly uh, okay. in like a non-race mode. And that's mm. why he bogged down. And of course, the driver that was behind him when he bogged down was his his, his teammates. Immediately, his teammate behind him was, had to veer out the way and lost a few positions. Um, then on the way to turn one, apparently, Zhao was on the radio going, I don't know what happened. Can you check? Obviously not paying attention to going into T1. It's not like he can wait to say to, yeah. to say what's going on. Yeah. Um, and then decides, hey, what Bottas did, you know, a while ago looked yeah. fun. I'm going to do it as well yeah, and do yep. some bowling. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's it's very much reminiscent of Hungary 2021 when it had pretty much the same thing happened. And I guess that obviously kind of ruined both those alpha races, but it very much ruined uh, both Alpine's <laughs> races yes. uh, more so. Uh, it's their second double DNF in a row um, after after they both went out in, in the British Grand Prix as well. So. Um, this one obviously that you can't fault either of them. It this. shows how F one can bite, right? They have yeah. one weekend where they're both out through. You'd say the team's fault. This weekend, look, they were both aggressive into that. I I think it was either Ocon or Gasly that actually made a really good start. It was and was passing a few drivers like on the grass. I think even. Mm. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, was it Gasly? It I think it was Gasly, Gasly. yeah. Because then Ocon was behind him in the middle of the track. There yeah. was a bit of a pinch, but it looked like it would be okay. And then Zhao outbraked himself. Relatively light touch. But... Apparently for Ocon, it like broke his seat or something. Yeah. Uh, which they said was a pretty significant impact. Yeah. But um, yeah, they brought both cars back and they realized this is just gonzo. Yeah, so, yeah. Gas- um... Gasly's car had like a big side like the yes, big hole in the side wall, yeah, the, yeah, the so, wheel crashing in. So yeah, not great. So yeah, it, not yes. not not good for Alpine. Uh, that's yeah. I I, I mean, I, I was actually curious to see where their pace was because they've been sort of one of those in between teams, kind of like I guess Ferrari and Aston, which we'll talk about. Yeah, but it's just like and we even don't really in their quality, they were okay. okay and we thought maybe yeah. they're setting up for the race, right? They like yeah. didn't make the top ten when other teams, as we say, like like the Alpha did, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So, and, and, but then when we didn't get to see it anyway, so, um, you know, not that we want to look ahead, but I mm. guess another team that we'll be looking for, uh, to, to prove something that they've, um, mm. they've still got the bit between their teeth before, uh, next weekend. Yes. Yeah. That's it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, out of turn one, turn one was, I guess, a lot, pretty much most of the action happened kind of turn one. Yeah. Um, you know, Piastri got an absolutely mega start. Hamilton kind of got mugged. Uh, from P1 went down to P4. It was actually very reminiscent of what happened yeah. in 
one either the F three or the F two sprint race, something very similar uh, happened where P one I think dropped down to P three or P four and just got yeah mugged at the they start. They did say so, that that side of the grid that P one three yeah. was on was really bad to mm. start from. <laughs> yes, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. Um, but yeah, Piastri obviously got a mega mega start going into P two. Um, Norris up into P three. Max obviously flew away out ahead. It's probably for for yeah. P- Piastri did give him a bit of a run for his money. Yes. I mean, he gave it a shot to to his to his credit, right? But yeah, Max was going to have it covered yeah, anyway. Yeah. So. And we've, we, I mean, we've we've seen it before as well. It's like the first two or three laps, four or five laps of a stint, uh, you'll you'll see P two, P three, P four. It's like, oh, they're keeping up with Max, and then Max just flies away. It's like it just takes a yes. little longer for the the Red Bull, I think, to. It doesn't really show, but I think it takes a little longer for that Red Bull to fire up the tires than maybe other teams do. But it doesn't matter because they're so much faster that once they do fire up the tires, it's like okay, bye. They just run away with it. So yeah, and um, it could well be part of their strategy to get those to get those tires to last. Right, they have a car yep, that kind yep. of turns it on slower because that's when we see you know everyone's boxing and Max is still out there running, going and doing know, personal best. Quick, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, or well, that's why they can do the kind of one stop when everyone else can't. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, obviously Hamilton, I said, dropped back to to P four. So for him, it was sort of a bit of a recovery. Um, I did want to mention a little bit on Mercedes. Like you, you mentioned, Russell obviously going for, up to P six from P eighteen. Um, that the last stint of that Mercedes. I don't know if it was just because I I don't think it was. I was going to say I don't know if it was just because the McLarens. They've the McLarens have struggled, struggled, struggled with tire degradation. Um, so it could have just been a little bit of that. But those Mercs were very, very quick in that final yeah. stint. Like they were, like the fastest cars on track. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was like Hamilton really, <laughs> really put his foot down and could have very easily gotten. Um. Pete, he was gaining on him yeah, as well yeah exactly so um it's yeah it's it's very very interesting how one team can seem so fast in like t- 10 laps and then on the same set of tires in the same strategy like nothing's changed and it's like oh okay they're just like a second faster a lap now it's yeah. just it just goes to show just how close these teams are and where their different strengths are um, yes. which is probably why it's so hard to predict where each team is going to be and where, like, how even McLaren are like, we don't know if we're going to be fast here. Or, you know, when we talk about how Mercedes for the longest time didn't know why they were quick, it's like, I kind of get it now because, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knows? But, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely going to be, at least for the time being, I think Mercedes and McLaren are the second and third fastest teams um it'll be interesting to, to see them fight hopefully through spa and through the the rest of the season yeah. um we, we we did touch on it very briefly but I, I want to talk about ferrari and aston and kind of particularly aston where yes i was gonna say it's a good lead into aston yes um and i did i did get some some little reporting tidbits on this as well okay. um you know, they, they had qualifying, they did okay, not great, but the team seemed to incite to say, well, no, we still think we're okay, we'll see how tomorrow goes, mm. inferring that maybe they knew, you know, we'll scrap quality a bit to set up a really nice race car. Yeah. Um, but the car didn't really go anywhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They kind of just did their own thing. 
drivers didn't really report any issues, so the car was running fine. It's mm. just that the overall pace at a place that us and everyone else expected, you know, for them to Excel. be fighting for that P2 at just you know, weren't even near them, even for teams like like Ferrari that was you know that were mucking around a bit, yep. um, with, with their cars, and even Russell who started back, they still you know were only able to pick up the, the scraps really. Yep. Um, again, they were the team that was kind of ahead of Albon. <laughs> if we want to kind of yeah. say who's going to be the the top team ahead of uh, ahead of Albon this week is the metric we use. Um, it was him. It was him. So it makes you say, well, you know, um. I was just going to finish my other point to say that then the team after the race were almost just saying, oh, we need to rethink this a bit. It's a bit of a mm. wake-up call. I think um, um, Ed Straw from the race, I think he asked their, I don't know, their racing director, on-track director, someone fairly high up, yeah. to say, you know, do you need to reconsider where you're at? They said, no, 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 we're okay. And then he re-asked that question. He said that comment from yesterday, do you need to rethink it? And they were like, yeah, we do. This was a bit of like a wake-up call. Mm. I, I think they expected to go, let's sacrifice quality for the race. And that the race improvement, everyone else did better over that quality than the race. And Aston, you know, arguably went backwards yeah. in their pace. So it's like, oh, if they aimed for the race and others didn't, but they've fallen back more. Mm. It's a little worrying. So it's not exactly, you know, curtains. You could say, you know, they started very strong. You know, they've brought a few upgrades. This is obviously a case to say, well, was it just a fluke, you know, mm. or actually, what, you know, it's a good test for them to see, can they get back in there? Because realistically we still think they might be able to take, you know, P2, P3 in the constructors, but if they keep this up, it could be P4. They could be fighting Ferrari for, for P5, right? Who knows? Yep. So it's, yep. um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a season. It's, you know, at least there's a lot going on behind Max. That's the thing. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I, I'm glad that there's just this commotion. It's, yeah. you don't know um, what's going to happen. Yeah. That's it. Well, I mean, they've already, Aston's already lost that, that P2 to Mercedes. Mercedes is starting, yeah. starting to not run away with it, but they're like, like 40 plus points ahead now at this point it's like yeah you because don't... compared to mm. aston they are gaining but then and ferrari but then mclaren are gonna be suddenly searching up as well so mclaren are know, fifth it... in, mclaren are fifth in the championship and you look at how many points yes. they have and it's like they they go based just on because you know we have you know recent memory brain you know we can only think about the yeah. last two races and then everything before that doesn't matter um <laughs> yeah. it's like you look at the fact that they're P five in the Senate, it's like that doesn't make sense. I don't understand that. Why are they P five? Why are they they have like next to no points? They're like f- fighting with Alpine. It's like, yeah. but Alpine is shit compared to McLaren. Like what? And then uh, you yeah. realize because until Austria, they were they were getting a point if they were lucky. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Their car was not yeah. good. Uh, which is yeah, it just again credit to McLaren for um yeah. for for sticking with it and you know really working at this you know this big upgrade package is obviously it's obviously paid off a, a huge amount. Um, and it's, you know, I don't know if it's, if, if it was planned to sort of wait and bring it all in one, one go after a lot of, you know, wind tunnel testing or yeah. um, McLaren have a wind tunnel. I don't know oh, if they, they do they, yet. They don't, they'd borrow one, but yeah. irrespective, they still, you know, at the yep. start of the year, they were saying we're going to be late on a few things. It, it could just be as well that True, because they were right, already they starting behind. Yep. Maybe they, you know, they did combine it together, but yep. um, it's still nice to have some vindication for for Piastri, I guess. You know, mm. up to this point, we're saying, oh, has it been a good move? And now, well, yeah, two Alpines DNF back to back, and yeah. he's up there fighting for a podium. <laughs> you can't do much worse than that unless you're a Red Bull. So, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, um, I think that one of the things that really impressed me about Piastri is the last two races. You know, a lot of the time you'll see uh, a driver 
let's say let's say the rookie driver and then the established driver the established driver in a team they the team moves forward in one race or they're really strong at one race and the established driver is manages to get the most out of the car and then the rookie driver or the lower driver just can't maximize it quick enough yeah piastri's been there with norris the second yeah um that car has been quick he's been right there uh in that first stint where he genuinely got ahead you wouldn't say he was like holding up norris or anything as well Mm. They, they were performing well it was interesting in the order that they pitted. I think there was a little contention where it was like, well, well you kind of yeah. want to get him ahead of me if he was super quick, but I, should he have gotten preference? I mean, the, like, I think there's a, there's a, I mean, they did have to cover off Hamilton. Um, yeah. There is that. <laughs> and I actually, I'm of the opinion, maybe they asked Piastri, then we never heard it, that like maybe he didn't want to pit. We don't and maybe they let maybe he let Norris pit to like we uh, can we pit Norris first to make sure we offset the Hamilton thing and then Norris just decided to have like a freaking incredible outlap after he came out of the pits and yeah. managed to jump Piastri came in the, the, the next lap. I don't think it would have mattered. I think in that second stint Norris was considerably faster than Piastri. Yeah. Um, because Piastri was he was losing a lot of time to Norris. Like he only came out just behind and he was seven, eight, nine yeah. seconds behind and falling uh in that second stint. So it did stabilize a little bit, but I think there's a good chance if Norris was stuck behind Piastri, they may have like Norris could he have lost have gotten his that P2. P2 potentially. Yeah. Yes. So it did work out as a yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, irrespective, I don't think as I say that's to say that Piastri did no anything poor. I think no. so far for his first year, and especially He's... compared to you know oh. who he replaced, who we haven't actually talked about because now we can talk about. Yeah, him yeah. As well. This is the Australian um, F1 podcast. We're talking exactly, about exactly. Now, yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, Ric- so... Ricardo uh, outqualified Sonoda, which already first only by race. a little. But hey, yeah. there you go. Yep. Something DeVries only did twice. Yep, so. yep. And then uh, actually ran a, a, a pretty decent race after being sort of out of position from that that knock. Yes, he yeah. did well to not get knocked out the start yes. there. That was um yep. quite yeah <laughs> tricky to get around. Mm. So he was obviously on the back foot um, and in a car where really you need to. You know, some of the beauty of what Albon does is he navigates his way through early, you yes, know, really yeah. well. And what we've seen Yuki do similarly as well is just, you know, that first lap to make up a few places and mm. then have a really nice strategy. But if you start near the back and you haven't got, you know, a, a car like, you know, the, the Williams, it's somewhere like Spa or Monza, well, then you, you're going to be struggling a bit. So, yeah. um, from that perspective, I didn't hear anyone say he did bad. He, you know, he, he seemed to love it, which was, I guess, good to, you know, good to see as well. Yeah. Um, yep. But he can only push that car so far. He was fighting with, you know, the, the Alpha, the Haas. Yeah. And, yep. that's, and that's uh, where they're at. So if he is fighting there, well, then good on him. Yeah. And who predicted he would end P13? That's right. Your boy. He, oh, you did. you did. You did get P13. Yeah. So, yeah. Very nice. There you go. He's Perfect. lived exactly up to my expectations. No more, no less. So, and my boy Hulk instead got the fourteen. So yeah. it's not a point, but you know, hey, he knows where. The I think you. I think you picked <laughs> P twelve anyway. So did I? Yeah. Oh, and that, that's my bonus. Bonus was my other pick ah, for prediction. Yeah. So there you go. That counts as well. <laughs> yeah. Ah well. I think I picked. Um. Yeah. Nah, we'll get into that. That's the next video. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have anything else to talk about unless you wanted to, to touch on anything else, but I think we've just about covered most of the things no, that I wanted to. I mean, so. I didn't really... I don't think there was anything from the FIA side that really came up at yeah, all. Yeah, we can't, can't play the, the funny the funny 
theme song. You can here. play it, but there's nothing to really play, comment in. Like it play the sad wet, version and we of know it. That it's... <laughs> <laughs> the, the reverse version. <laughs> the demonic version. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Bass boosted. Um, <laughs> I don't think there was much to, to mention. Nah, I not mean, really. Not really. They're first designed for the Aqua Guards in. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. It was apparently crap, so but oh. then it's like it's a new thing anyway, so I'm not going to judge them for that okay. because that's They're a really trying. hard task to do. I know. Good on them for trying. I'm yeah. not going to yeah hurt it's... them, bro. I think it's great they're looking into that because yep. everyone's gone, oh, you can't do anything about it. Another set a team up for it, yep. so yep. good on them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> um... Yeah, it's alright. It won't be long before they do something shit. And we're going to Spa, and Spa is generally home to some contentious FIA well, decisions. Yes, so. especially especially this year, Spa's going to have a lot of conversation the yes. week due to recent events. Yes. So it'll be Which... interesting. Mm, yes. Yep. But uh, yeah, that was it. the 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 Hungarian Grand Prix. Uh, let us know what you thought. If you if you enjoyed it or if you were like us, sort of wishing it was a little bit more exciting. Um, but Regardless, it's a very short turnaround. Go to Spa before we've got that that long break. Again, if you have any topics for the mid-season podcast, let us know. Um, But until then, stay tuned for the uh, Belgian Grand Prix preview. We'll see you then. Take care. Ciao. Bye.